When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is. Preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warrior, Seamus. Wardlow here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. Bye-bye. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. So guys, yes. it's the Thursday night hangover. Guess what? We doing this? This is now a special um we're uh, opening up the bar bonus edition. So because you love Here Thursday. Here we go. So this is our bonus time. We need more Marsh. Uh, yeah, I know, Kiro. I'm trying to get him uh, right now to be on this bonus episode that we're having. Um, there is no Marsh. Only Zool. Only Zool. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I get to run the asylum, Kiro. So, you know, I know. I know. I know. What can you do? Well, welcome everybody to uh, Wrestling on the Rocks, the um, the um, uh, the oh, what what should we call this? Like it's a we reopened the bar, we Uh, snuck uh, into uh, the bar. So, this is like um, (laughs) ah. See Marsh, Marsh, look, Marsh, Marsh, Marsh. Kiro is um, Kiro is summoning you from the lovely chat, just so that you know. Anyway, oh, there we go, Kiro. Thank you. So this is the uh, Wrestling on the Rocks double call. Yay, Kiro! Thank you for that. So of course I'm, you know, at Miss Amanda Jane. That's Digi. So 
why are we doing this? Extra little well, piece for you. Uh, oh boy. Well, I can tell you why. It is officially New Year's Eve. So happy New Year's Eve to those. But obviously, this will come out after. So I hope you had a good New Year's that was safe, sane, mm -hmm. and you know, whatever. But uh, a lot of interesting things happened yesterday at um, the world's end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to, I don't even know how to really start off this dumpster fire, but I will say as we start into this conversation, um, you know, AW was riding very high on two very good pay-per-views. Russell Dream, Full Gear. And of course, I was at both, as we know. And I had contemplated going to this one, but I decided no. Um, just no, for whatever reason. I'm glad I decided no, but you cannot follow up two great events. And then also, like, I think with the Continental Classic, that was amazing. Congratulations to Eddie Kingston, right man one. Triple Crown winner. Thank God. If it were mocked, I was going to, I swear to God, I was going to throw my TV. Um, but I think that even that itself was kind of shadowed by everything else. MJF, the I, devil's. I, I, I need to make a, huh? a disclaimer real quick. Mm -hmm. Is that from this point forward, I'm only representing my own opinion, my own thoughts, and I do not represent anybody else within the business. Are we clear? Cool. Yep. Yep. And also, my opinions and Digi's opinions uh, are may not be those of Wrestling on the Rocks. Yes. <laughs> so just so y'all know, it's not the opinions of Thursday Night Chaser because this is not Thursday night and it is a bonus episode. And but you guys know how I roll. I don't give fucks, but you all know that it's my opinions. And of course, opinions are like assholes. We all have one. There so, are people in my life that you know I don't want to see harmed by the fact that I have a strong opinion. Mm -hmm, yeah. So now who was yeah. the devil? Did we figure that out yet? Oh, yes. Well, we didn't figure it out. A lot of people mm -hmm. did. Shout out to my friend Kathy, who has basically been calling out that it's Adam Cole the whole time. Now, I did, on episode one, say that the kingdom was the ROH tag team champions. I knew it. And who was right? Me. Just saying. Unfortunately, if I were writing that shit, I would not have given anything to Matt Taven. But you know me. I so oh, they wasted the devil angle. Got it. They wasted the devil. But it really, if you looked at it, it really should have been Roddy as the devil, like I was mm -hmm. predicting. Because then that way, it is one of those things where, you know, you still, either way, Adam Cole looks like a puss in this whole thing situation. Either way. But it would have been stronger with it being Roddy, just because. Um, 
It would have made him look like he actually belonged in a wrestling company. Yep, that too. <laughs> but yes, we did figure out who the devil is. Congratulations to Samoa Joe. Um, if Cheers you guys, yep, if you guys thought no way MJF is going to retain, no. Well, if you're wondering what MJF is going to do in the future, Tony Khan won't even tell you what's in store for MJF in 2024. He won't even tell you if they're in talks because that's where that media scrum last night left us. And um, I have a big feeling, just a big feeling that he is going away. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, of course, he's going away. Because just is based on a comment that Tony had said during the scrum that, you know, he's going to, there's free agents out there. I know he was referring to women, but there are people out there that he's probably going to pursue. And he spent a lot of money on uh, ocean spray. So I feel that he's, because he spent that much, and there are other people that he's not going to, he will not shell out that money. Well, his father's money. Let's just go there. So I think that um, that's when you're going to, we're going to see uh, him go somewhere else. Where he goes. I we I pretty much have an idea of where he's going. I think so too. I think the world has an idea of that. I think but, um, Kuro probably knows. Probably. Probably. Just leave it at that. But I will say this. Is that... There will be, for this man, if he goes where I think he's going, there will be no three letters that start with an N mm. and end with a T. There will be that none of that. Nope. Nope. Won't be that necessary. guy will be going right on wherever. Now. But considering he'd my be getting opinion, the vouch from one of the producers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, my opinion, also I feel... And is and I would love to see this is I think because of what a certain um, a certain uh, uh, wrestler actor with a great ass that I've put two hands on. Um, if you guys don't know who you better go back to episode one and you'll figure out who I'm talking about. Um, would be I would think would be a great program for this person's first program if he goes to the big the big the big show and we're we'll not see. talking about i miss him when he was the giant yeah so but that that's just food for thought and if you if it does happen you heard it on episode <laughs> one and i swear to god kiro if you go and you suggest this i need a cut <laughs> thank you just I don't need a cut. I just want an honorable mention. It was a good no, idea. I want a cut. I want a cut. Throwing a shirt. I don't care. Throwing a freaking ticket to, you know, pay per view. God damn it. You know. I'm just saying. No. Just, just, just. I already worry enough about that shit. But yeah, enough about that. But um, that media scrum well, was dominated by a couple of other questions. Yeah. Well, the whole okay. Before we get into that. Okay, should mm -hmm. we should we talk about what that is? If people don't know and have been living under a rock or the rock, I, yeah, 
I would say let's liberally use the word allegedly. But I do kind of feel like this is one of those things where for us not to talk about it, even in its infancy, would be a disservice. Uh, but also, allegedly, and we can speculate all we want. We do not know facts more than anybody else. That's, you know, a clear disclaimer on the matter. But because I don't watch AEW pay-per-views because, to be honest, I'm, it's just not my type of product. Oh, you don't you don't want to watch them when I'm kind of like kind of on like hard cam and you can see my embarrassing antics sometimes. Hey, just Here. wake me up when the House of Black finally gets a push, and not just Julia Hart, which love Julia Hart, but yeah. oh, Julia, know. you will love that match, her and Abaddon. Yeah, you'd like that. So I've heard, uh, but any whom. Um, so <laughs> there have been allegations, allegations, allegedly, that there was some <coughs> impropriety, we will say, with, uh, Smiley Kylie and one Chris Jericho. Uh, that basically went into sort of a casting couch affair, I think is the polite term these days. I'm doing nice words. I'm trying so hard to do nice words. You can, you know what? You had already disclaimed, okay? I, My opinion here is you got to say it. You got to speak your truth and you got to say it how how you feel. Because that's what uh, the whole world is doing. Is they're saying it say, how they feel. So I, unless you okay. want me to I can I can yeah. I can always like like do it with nice words. Well not nice words, but I can do it without being a bitch. So no, I'm okay with being a villain. I'm good to go. I just had to are, channel are my you, inner Marty. Are you yeah, channel your inner Marty because he's the best. But that, that that's another part that I will also get into with this whole bullshit. Uh, anyway, which is yeah. precisely where I knew you'd go with it. Yep. I'm going at I it knew. from an entirely different angle. Yep. I will say this. If you don't know, obviously, allegedly, um, Chris Jericho has women sign NDAs, I believe. About, uh, yeah. That's part of it about, you know, with some of these with these like women adult situations like mm -hmm. women adult being situations. led up to his room and left alone mm -hmm. you know yep. and a lot of these stories that have come out you know i mean jack has been in the business for a long time okay mm -hmm. and some of these things that happen and you know wrestling wasn't what it was you know back when wcw was a company uh, society wasn't like it was when WCW was a company. Let, let's go there, okay? Yeah, there was a lot more it's coke in the industry, mm -hmm. in every industry. It's like mm -hmm. go to the gas station, it was just there, uh, because yeah. that was the 80s, 80s, 90s. Uh, 
But yeah, so apparently there have been some allegations that at least one uh, was Kylie Ray being, you know, inappropriately advanced upon in private quarters. Um, and this has come out to, you know, with others sort of affirming that things were going on, that it was spoken about privately, not publicly. I get it. Um, and I don't care how famous you are. It's one thing if it's a consensual ideal. It's another when you're being kind of offered up like a fucking human sacrifice. And it takes a very weak individual to succumb to that temptation. And right now, all we know is allegations. I can say at this point of, of streaming, of recording, nobody has denied a thing. Not the company, not the person. Now, normally you would think that would be one of the first things said is, hey, that's not true, or that's not quite how that was. You know, we, we should have seen a proper response out of the Me Too. You pretty much kind of saw what you needed to do to get through it, right? We're not seeing any of that. We're seeing no denials that it didn't happen. We're seeing from company or otherwise. And the worst fucking response goes to... Tony Khan! Holy fuck. I'm I'm this is my calmy shot. You you go ahead. It, yeah. Well I, I got more feelings, trust me. It, it, you get to be the nice one right now. Okay. Well it I will say I'm gonna preface it with this. Okay, so I had issues with BR, so I did not see his match, the the eight man tag until after everything was over. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I had seen the grumblings online earlier in the day and whatnot. And of course, the first thing that comes to my mind is always, oh, great. Here we go again. Right. But mm -hmm. it was very interesting to me as I'm watching some of the people now who had have and had very strong opinions about this where I'm getting mad about, but what like with, with Marty, but we'll get into that in a minute, but there were a lot of people out there very opinionated and I was like, Oh, okay. But I did not, because I didn't want to be spoiled because of the continental classic or whatnot and whatever. I didn't want to know what was match results. Okay. I, I did not want to, didn't want to know didn't want to see because I wanted to see this stuff for myself. And um, when it came to um, I finally watching the eight man, that's when I was like, oh shit. That there's that was tense. That was a tense match. And I didn't really get the gravity of it until then. I looked on social media in particular. X because X gonna give it to you. And uh mm -hmm. whew, it it gave it to me. So if we don't know what I'm talking about, um somebody that I is near and dear to my heart, the absolute one, um flipped Jericho off. 
And it was funny because I was watching his um, body language during, I had to go back and watch it after I did that. But I noticed at first, I'm like, Ricky is not in a very good mood. This is not in a very good mood. And then when Takeshita, you know, tagged him in, you just see on Ricky's face, like, I'm like, something, he's just not happy with something. And I didn't get it. And then when I saw him flip Jericho off, and it wasn't until I really saw the fact that he put his hands behind his back, right? And he just kind of walked backwards a little. Thank God Will Hobbs caught onto it. Because I don't think Bill caught onto it at all. But Hobbs caught onto it and tagged himself in. And I did want to say shout out to Excalibur for basically kind of covering what Ricky did on commentary to, oh yeah, there's still tension between Hobbs because Ricky shot Hobbs a look. So Excalibur like totally was on top of that. And I think that that, that was, that was brilliant because it could have made a whole situation even worse. Obviously it did because it was screen capped. Um, and even the look on Jericho's face was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was interesting to me when you go back and watch how I noticed right away when he came out, obviously comes out to Judas. You didn't hear really a lot of people singing like you normally do. It was mostly the track. And that I was like, oh, shit. This is spilling over. You saw signs like there was. um one that was world's nda there was one and these were on hard cam and there was one that said uh like jared go away and then i was like oh god this is really like gonna be interesting people booed him and i'm like oh shit like apparently i didn't hear any of the chants but there was an nda chant there was all sorts of things and it's very interesting to me that um, one, that Ricky would bring it out. Hold your thought. Public eye. Please. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't think Bill was ignorant of this situation. I think Bill has sat on the sidelines before and watched somebody who was falsely accused. So he's waiting for the dust to settle. I don't think he had any idea. I think he's just waiting to see where it lay. No, but I don't think he knew what Ricky was doing. That's what Maybe I was Maybe not saying. Ricky was doing, but I think, like, he saw what happened to his buddy Enzo. He, he knows. Well, yeah, no. But it's more like, with him, it's like the show has to go on. Yeah. With Takeshita, I felt that too. And I felt that too with Hobbs. Ricky, just being Ricky, because he likes the drama a little. Um... So he won't deal with it. And with Ricky, though, here's the thing. Ricky sometimes, you know, he speaks from he speaks from a, a certain place. I'll also say with Ricky, though, sometimes doesn't he's one of these ones that will jump on the bandwagon and but doesn't you know, he also know her? Um like even outside I of AEW. He wasn't in AW when she was there because she was there at the beginning. Right. Um, I don't believe he did. 
Uh, peaches, peaches, peaches. That was me last night. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not discrediting the fact that his ass didn't look great. It looked amazing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Okay. And don't. Oh, and he came out in the stroke daddy jersey. I was like, oh, all the feels, all the feels. But with Ricky, like oh, he does know the girl. There was a girl who had posted and it was a Reddit thing um, that she had posted on, I think, Reddit or Twitter or somewhere that she had said. That she had, you know, known about the allegation. Actually, what is the quote? I'm going to get you the complete quote. Well, while um, so while you're that. getting that, um, mm -hmm. there is an awful lot of defenders. But what strikes me is, uh, again, the one thing that strikes me funny is no answer or denial from the company or the accused. Not once. In fact, it well, tends to be almost misdirection, and that bothers me for some reason. Well, apparently, according to Twitter, because there was a tweet that was from a at talk wrestling. Uh, and of course, you know, this is a person who has a fake Abby because it's Shotzi Blackheart. I love Shotzi, but still, you know, if yeah. you people want to stir a pot, put your face on it. Okay. That, that, and you can at me at this bullshit, but seriously, I'm like, I'm sick of these people who want to hide behind fucking shit. Put your face on it, okay? Mad respect. Um, but it says here uh, that this person said there's a history with his accused behavior, by the way, meaning Jericho. She posted something that came from Reddit. And it was titled, Original Accuser of David Starr Implying That There Are Potential Accusations Against Chris Jericho. And it says, and I quote, uh, Sometimes I stop to wonder how many young women out there are wondering if it's safe to post about Chris Jericho yet. Tori. She was, at the time, she was at Slay Mysterio. Uh, and this was done June 22nd, 2020. Um. This is somebody who she also goes under the name of Bell Generico. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's been somebody who's well, Ricky knows her that I do know. Um, because she was, I don't want to say big in the Texas scene, but she kind of was, and but she's been all around. Okay, girl, girl's been around, but um. She also was one person who fed a lot of the fire for the whole Me Too thing, just because, you know, she's the David Starr person. But of course, you know, like, I'm not condoning what David Starr did. I'm not, I'm not saying whatever, right? The guy's an ass. I always knew that anyway, that he was not a good person. Um, and it's funny that he did identify the fact that I thought he was an asshole, but you know, whatever. I thought that I still to this day think that's funny, but regardless, you know, this particular tweet got a heart from the um, accused uh, from Miss Kylie Ray. One of. One of. And so people on the internet are basing this because she put a heart tweet and also another person was making commentary, Lufisto, love Lufisto and everything. But people are doing, saying all of this because of that. Well, now, I'm not saying that he is innocent. I'm not saying these ladies are wrong. What I think is wrong is we're doing this whole, 
this whole let's hang somebody beforehand. And I'm mad at the fact that one, Tony Khan's reaction. Two, yep. I think with Ricky, I love you, dude, but it was a little, little bit. I get it. Th that's your feeling. But you know what? You got to be a professional. Okay. You got to. And no matter where you go, or if you want to go somewhere, people are going to look back at that and go, dude, you're, you know, you, you can't do that. You cannot go really off, off the script like that. You, you can't. And, you know, I feel that with him, love him to death, but it's like, was it the right decision? No. But you got to, I'm a firm believer in if if you believe in something, you got to do it. And I, I can say from personal experience that like with him, I, you know, I, I get it, but one, it's Bro. not your, it's not your place to say one, two wasn't the place to do it. And that, that just makes me a little bit angry on a personal level with him because he Bro. had opinions about other people, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to put him on blast. There's a thing. It was just, it was very disappointing. And but then as he flipped off Jericho and the, the, the screen capture, God, it made his ass look good. God, that was some big fucking dick energy that he had. But anyways, I'm sorry. Of course, I got to take it that way. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, Lord. So, I agree with Willis out absolutely 100%. I do not approve of lynch mobs. And I do believe in innocent until proven guilty, which is why I made sure to be very clear. This is an opinion. There was no basis of fact. And there's allegations. Yeah. However, you know, hypothetical if this were true. Break him over the coals, burn his fucking contract. He never works in a day. A, a day in the business ever again. Burn him to the ground worse than Sexy Star. Because he's been around. He knows better. And that's just it. That's done. Because I can tell you, it's not just his wrestling career that'll go up in flames. His music career will go up in flames and then some. Because mm -hmm. he has a public relations liability. Mm -hmm. Now, my gut tells me, based on the way individuals in the know are reacting, there is truth to this. It might not be the whole truth, but there is some truth in there. Okay? And I'm not, I don't know for sure. So if true, burn him to the ground and make him an example effigy for all to see. Full stop. If he's innocent, then somebody needs to spill the tea. There's got to be a reason why this came up. I do think there's some truth to this because I have been following Lufisto a very long time. 
when it comes to these controversies, she says nothing. She stays the fuck out of it because she has a family and she works in the business. She doesn't say shit unless it's there's some serious fire here. She spoke up. That that tells me in my mind there's something about this that is true. Is it now? And, and let's be clear: the allegations is not Chris Jericho's an an arpist or an SA or any of that. It's right now the allegation is that Kylie was. You know, supposed to go up to his room. There's going to be a bunch of people that are supposed to hang out or something. And then it was just him up there. Some advances were made. She GTFO'd. And that's that incident. And other people are kind of adding their whole two cents into it and their own personal experiences. But that doesn't mean that's correct. It could, there could be individuals. Much as with the Me Too movement, who took a righteous cause and turned it into a personal shooting gallery. That happened. I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying I know for a fact a couple. You, you, want, another, you want a good Me Too? Amber Heard. There you go. You wanted, if you wanted the big man, the big fish to show that at least there was one, there's your one. You know. I hope for his sake that is completely false. There is no truth to this. It is simply a misunderstanding, but nothing like that. Because if it's true, his career, his band, and AEW, because Tony Khan did not deny, did none of that. He played word games with the press. This is why media scrums are bad. He played word games with the press. You know, well, it's more dangerous in other places than it is here. What? What kind of <sighs> dumb shit is that? Fucking idiot. Like, that is the last thing you want to say. Like, ever. <sighs> But it's, aye, aye, aye. It, it's it's just enough, man. I we wait yeah. to hold our judgment and verdict for something a little bit more than hearsay. But if this is true, I can personally tell you, I will never watch another thing he's a part of because well, I've known way too many survivors. Yeah, way too I, many. I what I want to say. With Lufisto, mm. when she originally was saying, you know, talking about AEW and her experience that she had back there, these same people who are lynch mobbing are the ones who are like, shut the fuck up. You know, you don't know. You're just bitter because you didn't get signed. These are the same people. Who said who who were saying this? Who are let's be the lynch mob? There are people in there that I've seen online that we've that were big gung-ho with let's 
you know, put certain people during, you know, 2020, let's hang certain people in the business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, um, oh, but oh, not yeah. Jericho, you know, oh no, 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 you know, and, or, you know, no, they're denying it or, oh, well, you know, uh, the girl made a heart, then that means that it's true. Just yeah. like stories that came out that some you were like, I don't know, is it questionable? Some without doubt, you're like, fuck yeah, the guy's an ass and whatnot. Yeah. So what I am having a hard time with is mm. that I'm having a hard time with the fact of one, the way Tony Khan did it in that first question. Well, first of all, couple of issues one they had a lot of people from fightful a lot they've denied yep. um certain certain podcasts they've denied marsh for him or me trying to go to one of these media scrums <laughs> i've been wanting to go because you know i i would make it a little like i'm not there to be investigative reporter because you know what it would have been it would have been like this and marsh would have probably done the same thing it would have been all yeah, you know, Ms. Amanda, Amanda, Ms. Amanda Jane at WrestlingOnTheRocks.com. So you, so congratulations on your win. What's your drink of choice to celebrate? <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, like people would be like, what the fuck? I'd rather have shit like that than people trying to fucking make Tony like, Make him say something that he's not prepared to say. So his media training has been stupid because he says the same things. But also in the fact that when this guy asked, Thomas Tony Storm was there. Usually in these things, these scrums, they don't ask Tony questions till the end. Okay. This person decided, let's ask during, you know, because I didn't see when Smojo was up there. Didn't see that. You know, but with, and I didn't really see with Tony until I saw, like, why is he wearing her hat and the glasses? So I, I hadn't, I, you know, I, I was like, okay, I don't, I, I gotta go back, don't know. But it already, like, the guy's looking like a joke up there. So now you're trying to, like, you're bait, you're baiting him. And I was like, that was very poor taste, very, very poor taste. And I think that one. Shame on you, AEW, and your media people. Shame on you. Because then later, okay, this is a little different, but you had a girl when Daniel Garcia was up there. She had a question. I don't remember what she was from because all of a sudden, next thing you know, because usually they go up, they introduce their name, what media they're from. But when she had her question and she was addressed, you heard Daniel Garcia well, hey, Kimmy. And then she kind of giggled and, you know, went on with her question. So she had her fangirl moment. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, you're letting people like that in. You're letting these other people that, you know, are like baiting you. But you're black, you blackball people. Like, what the hell is wrong with like wrestlingontherocks.com? Now, Bishop, yeah, I'd blackball Bishop because, you know, this bishop. So if he went with, you know, his TWTakes.com, yeah, no, I, I would not, yeah, I'd, I'd ban him, but you don't know what we are about. 
you know? Yeah. And there's other podcasts out there too that I'm pretty sure um, that are not, that wouldn't be there. It was very interesting that someone from uh, Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, was there. That was very interesting. But they did have a question that was kind of timely too. Yeah, because Tony was on there a year ago, you know, and things like that. And shout out to Baby Huey with um, 1077 The Bone out here. He had some really great interviews with um, people and did a phenomenal job at the um, Revolution press room. Mm -hmm. That was the one we're trying to get into. But those oh. things are not for girls like this. Kimmy, you don't need to have like one um, outlet represented four or five times like they did yesterday with Fightful. Um, you also don't need um, to have, if you're going to put people like Kimmy or the Nemedies or whomever in your media scrum, then you need to let a lot of other, other ones of us go. Well, okay? because honestly, I will say this, no bullshit. Like I wouldn't have asked Tony that question. Okay. Because I don't want, I'm not out there to try to make a name for myself in this podcast to, um, try to break a scoop i probably would have had something funny like i would have found some kind of like humorous take on it because he probably would have answered something that wasn't like one of these baited questions because he wasn't he's not going to expect it and obviously that night yesterday he did not do any bumps because he was like fucking very very sober in comparison well, here's the thing and yeah, I keep it real. I don't lie to you guys. You know, my truth is my truth. Um, even when I'm being nice about it, still truth. I don't give a damn about being invited to a media scrum or any of that crap because honestly, I am the last person you want to give a live mic and a camera to. Boy, are they learning that now? Because <laughs> I, I get it. I get that the because I'm still caught on the way he responded. Because there's yeah. no fucking way you're part of a multi-billion dollar corporation and has been since before AEW and not have basic media training. Like, really? You just fanned the flames. Controversy might create crash, but this is gonna be that controversy that crashes your company. Even if it's completely false, you have made every fan take a third eye. Because you think people right now are defending someone. I will guarantee you, like clockwork, two weeks from now, it's going to spin around. And it's going to start hurting the company. And then you're going to have to do something about it. You know? And, I, and that's just... Like, you want to burn one person down for their bad actions, cool. When, you know, you're going to burn down an entire company, for, especially with other people who have nothing to do with it, they're going to suffer. And that's not right either. Because that's one person being ultimately responsible for all of these people getting fucked. And I, like I said, I hope to... I really hope for the best. I hope this is a huge misunderstanding. Some other bullshit. 
I hope it is not true. I'm having a little bit of faith in the wrestling business that people have grown the fuck up in the last 30 years. You know, you know, nobody's trying to ride Space Mountain. It's more like, you know, the, the slow river. It's fine. You know, it just God, what a shit thing to have at the end of the year. You know, this shit to come out and the worst PR response ever. You know. Uh, hey Willis, you do a podcast, right? He doesn't do a he doesn't do a podcast. Oh, he should. He should well. He should, then we can go take over his show. <laughs> oh Lord, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. So um yep. But <laughs> I needed to make a joke. This is just a very tense. I know. Well, I was about to make subject. a joke. I was about to make it light too. So the match, okay. Mm -hmm. Um I look at if you go back and you look. Like, mm -hmm. it was very interesting because I said body language tells a lot about people. Like Darby, yes. after he, you know, because Darby did, you know, basically saying that he was a piece of shit when he was doing his entrance, shouted it to him. And Darby, like, kind of tried, made himself a little scarce around, around him, you know? I mm -hmm. mean, that was awkward over there. You can tell. Sting being professional. Sting was being Sting. Sammy, Guevara, you know, Sammy shouldn't fucking, Talk. Sammy should not make any commentary. But, you know, Sammy does what Sammy does. Um, oh, I didn't know you used to do podcasting, Willis, but you're throwing me off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel that when you look at, and then when you look at Ricky, Okay, because Ricky was like a peacock. I, like a lot of times, I was watching him outside the ring, not because his ass looked really, really juicy, like a nice ripe peach, but <laughs> it just was like, I'm like, you're like you're telling us something, but you're not telling us something, and it was very, very interesting. I'm a little, I'm beyond upset. I'm furious. That Ricky was the one that had to eat the pin. Yeah. That makes me mad. And it being Guevara. Not because it was Guevara. But it's the principle of the fact that. Now you're really solidifying. That tag match to happen. It already is going to happen. Because like. Ricky can say well you know. That tag match was supposed to be like the Golden Jets. And you ain't the Golden Jets. So fuck off but now you really got it and when you have someone who does not want to work with him meaning Jericho obviously there's some issues right there so now sure. you just fucked up someone else's fucking you know their fucking career trajectory thanks Tony Khan okay and your fucking horrible booking thank you for doing that okay because now like I'm pretty sure and this is where I feel with with you know where it probably could go is you might have someone saying, well, if we have to wrestle this guy for these belts here, I don't want it anymore. Just take it. 
you know, I mean, because that's where you're going to, it's going to get down to that kind of shit. And that's where I'm a little mad with Lucy. It's like, you should not have been as hot headed as you kind of are. But at the same time, it's like, it's not fair to you either. So yeah. it's, it's a lot of, you know, inconsistencies with it. And I think that, you know, honestly, like, um, with Tony and AW, you did not need this kind of bullshit to happen at the end of the year because people were slowly, because of Phil, slowly forgetting all of what happened at, you know, double or nothing, that time period, you know, in those time periods, right? Everyone was slowly forgetting about all of that stuff, you know, and, and all of that with the Bucks and a steel and all them people they were forgetting about it like you know because now oh yeah same fucking phil different company and shit on everybody so yeah. i think that you know i think that it's a um it's interesting to really see that now now looking at this it's like okay what other dumpster fires are there going to be now you know you're coming off like all he could say during that whole museum. There were three things said his stupid, what he said about the whole situation kept referring back to what he said in the hat. And then also how, Oh my God, all the ratings have been great. Like, you know, this has been dynamite this week was the best rating since grand slam. And, you know, um, collision's been going up, up and up and up. And I'm like, okay. And then, yeah, he's was saying partially due to Continental Classic. I think most of it had to do with Continental Classic. And not only just that too, but you know, you he was doing some great things, and then all of a sudden, you know, you give uh Ricky Starks the belt and he's been cold. Now, whether or not he's been him or Bill have been they haven't been on as much because of injury, that could have happened. Could be a lot of other things. I don't know. Contract negotiation? Who knows? But I do know that now there's a lot of shit that's on the line. A lot of shit. And one of the things that I am questioning, and um, I'm questioning, is the Jericho Cruise. Yeah, We know I'm going. And I'm not comfortable now. Because I'm like, uh, six. I know they're they're closed on the weekend, but I'm wondering on the second, what's their stance going to be? Like everyone's like business as usual, and I'm like, no, there's not business as usual. The, you know, th this is they're going to be people. I'm pretty sure they have not announced the lineup. Apparently, according to Jericho, January second. I'm like, really? So now it makes me think. God, this has been bubbling up. And maybe people didn't want to go on your fucking boat. You know? Maybe. I do know that apparently Don Callis, because uh, Busted Open is doing a live broadcast, they're going to present Don Callis with his manager of the year thing on the Jericho boat. So obviously Don Callis is going to be there. And apparently Don had said uh, Hobbs is going to be there. I'm like, okay. But... Will Hobbs is not going to make me want to go on the Jericho cruise. Those I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling that Big Bill and Ricky were going to go because of the program. But now, I don't think that's probably going to happen. 
you know. No, and, there's also a possibility that the uh, cruise is going to happen. Because yeah. if all of your talent backs out, why the hell have a cruise? There's no point because there was a reason. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where I'm like, well, now's what get, is what's going to happen. So, um, fortunately, for me, I'm using a mileage ticket. So, that's fine. I can use it on something else. Don't need to go. But I'm paying a lot of money because no one wants to come with me. So, but yeah, but nonetheless, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Come hang um, out at my house. Yeah, I can do that. I, I would love that. You can come hang out at my house. There you go. See, everyone was gonna look for was looking forward. And I think Marsh was looking forward to me doing kind of those like little impromptu things like I did with, and if you guys haven't seen this episode one, um our, another special episode, um, our Jericho Cruise episode from la this last year. Yeah, where uh, I had this impromptu interview with Sheeta, drunk Sheeta. It was great. Check it out. Um, but yeah, no, so there's so many questions now. Yeah. So many questions. And Jericho was booed every time he was out there. And he, I, the look on his face, like he, this like had never happened to him before. Like he didn't understand. And that is where it's kind of sad. <laughs> he didn't understand. It's sad that, you know, Tony Khan is doing what he's got to do. Stuff like that. So, I don't know. Where do we go from here? The X. Oh, yes. Well. I will say that you're just going to have to tune in on Thursdays to see episode one of Wrestling on the Rocks, Thursday Night Change Through. For this bonus episode, we thank um, our buddies at Fans First Sports Network for keeping the lights on over here and letting us hijack your, uh, your airwave for a special episode. So please on Thursday, join us in the dive bar of the IWC. We'll still be that, here. Yep. That is Digi McCohost. You can find him where can you find you? Digi Damon WTR at Insta. That's it. Yeah. That's you can find me at Ms. Amanda Jane at X and Instagram and of course, as always, thank you guys. This is last call. So, cheers. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks.